You are about to enter a great adventure. This is Starting from Gorilla. Welcome back, everybody, to Strutting from Gorilla. I am here. This is Big Vito with Mikey Cash, and we are two gentlemen, used to be four gentlemen, in our mid-30s that love to talk about wrestling. And what are we talking about today, Mikey Cash? Well, what we're going to be talking about today is the Royal Rumble of 2022. You know, we're just going to give some general thoughts, kind of run through some of the matches that stuck out to us. And uh, I think we're also going to be touching on why this pay-per-view overall felt a little bit like a dud. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster of emotions with WWE lately, Mike. And I was on a high. I was really being positive. You, you know I was being positive. I know you were. I know. And... This was a like a, a just a wet fart of a pay-per-view, in my opinion. Uh, there might be some people out there that like it, and that's completely fine. But, oh, my God, I hated yeah. every second of it. I shut it off, and I, I just I wasn't even angry. I just like, eh, I'm not surprised. You just became point. like apathetic towards it. Like, I have no feelings now towards it. So I just yeah. shut it off. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I think a lot of people felt that way. And for me personally, I'll just give my general overall thoughts on this. Yeah. I felt as though there was a there was a lot of like fan hype for this one. And mm-hmm. I think and and uh, here's my theory. When, and and I fell for this too. When we saw the announcement that Mickey James was going to be in the Women's Rumble and there was a lot of news and and a lot of significance to the fact that you were having somebody from another wrestling organization be in a WWE pay-per-view and in a prominent role. I thought I think a, a lot of us just got excited and started thinking, well, what's going to happen with the men's rumble now? Is Are there going to be other women that are going to enter from other organizations? And we just started like fanboying out. And I think we, I think in some ways we created our own disappointment because we got too hyped up and we gave them too much credit because at this point, and I've talked about this till I'm blue in the face, we expect too much from them at this point. They have not shown us, WWE has not shown us over the years that they can meet those kinds of expectations and overall book smartly. So the rumble happens. The men's rumble was boring as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but dude, I felt like that was super boring. A majority of the guys that were coming in there, there was there were there was been past rumbles where you had a, almost half of the guys that were in it where you felt, all right, there's a legitimate shot one of those guys could win. And as soon as certain guys got eliminated, like as soon as Styles got eliminated, I was like, oh, there goes a potential guy that could get, that could win it. You know, Um, it just felt like there was no rhyme or reason to this rumble. And then Lesnar coming out at number 30, I just felt was unnecessary. Uh, And I kind of feel the same way with Rousey. And I actually like the women's rumble more overall than the men's rumble. I thought it was, it was better handled, but man, like, so now you have two part-timers that have won this rumble. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, it's just feeding the internet frenzy too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I had a lot of, I, I had a lot of issues with it. There were a couple bright spots though. I'll, I'll, Put I'll put this out there and then and then I'll I'll yeah. hand it over to you, Vito. Sure. 
Uh, one of the bright spots was, <laughs> in my view, the end of the Lesnar Lashley match. Now, my issues with the fact that that wasn't a clean finish aside, my well, the thing I liked about it was the, that storyline with Reigns and Heyman. Yeah. For some reason, for me, I really like the fact that they're this like toxic codependent like fa- they're this toxic codependent family relationship is what it yeah. sounds like where they're like they're fighting with each other but then uh i think in the build-up to this right you, you there's a segment on smackdown where he's where Heyman's like talking to brock like hey don't don't talk to him like that and, yeah. <laughs> and reigns does the same thing to Heyman. <laughs> i actually i don't know why but like it kind of like just cracks me up yeah but i just it's i fair. thought that was that was handled well uh another another match that i think got screwed because the sign caught on fire was Becky and Dewdrop. The crowd really wasn't into that match. And obviously everyone's attention was elsewhere because there was a fucking sign on fire and they were clearing out a section of the stadium. So I, I think it was impossible to get fully invested in that match, but I rewatched it this morning before we recorded. And I got to say, I think that they had like a really good pro wrestling story. It was actually a good match. It yeah. just was a victim of circumstances, unfortunately. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Those were a couple of the the bright spots that I saw. Yeah, um, I I think you're spot on with pretty much everything that you said. Um, the couple things that I'll mention is uh, hashtag Forbidden Door frauds, right? It was like, it was fraud. Like I got I can see Vince McMahon in the back of his you know backstage as the build up to this comes, and he goes, "We're gonna get them, pal. We got." got mickey james coming in they're gonna think we got cody rhodes and it's gonna build up we got him pal right it's just one of those things it's like instead we got shane mcmahon yeah well and here's the thing about shane mcmahon i was reading this morning he's got super heat backstage right now because he was the producer of the royal rumble match and everyone's pissed at him because he wanted to be in the final four and like dude what are you doing here like where have we come and where are we going? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's we're not going in a working. circle, Vito. That's where yeah. we're going. And here's the other thing. Like, the Brock Lesnar thing. Like, enough Brock. We don't need Brock Lesnar to win the Royal Rumble. Like, you just don't. He's done everything. He could go on, and we've talked about this, Mike. Mm-hmm. He can go on main event WrestleMania and not have to win the Royal Rumble. And you could have somebody yeah. who is... I mean, you could have had Sheamus win it for all I care, and I probably wouldn't have been like enthralled. Could have been anybody else. Yeah, literally could have been anybody. And and dude, we talked about this earlier. I think we talked about this last night. WWE has already created the narrative that Brock Lesnar does whatever he wants and pretty much gets it. So with that in mind, you don't need the vehicle of the Royal Rumble win to get the title shot. They had, they've already established that he doesn't need to win a rumble in order to get what he wants. Right. He can pretty much circumvent whatever made up rules they have in WWE to get, to get uh, his championship matches. So it wasn't necessary. Correct. No, it a hundred percent wasn't necessary. And it just, it blew the winds out of the sale. Like I, I, so for me, I thought the men's rumble was boring. Um, we'll get into the women's rumble. Cause I thought that was the highlight of the night in my yeah, opinion. It was, but if we're going to start, you mentioned the, um, the, uh, Lashley 
uh, Lesnar match, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good too. Yeah. Um, you could see that it was hard hitting. The thing I didn't like about it though is you knew Lashley wasn't going to win that clean. Like, yeah, I, I just knew he wasn't going to win it clean. You want to know why? Hmm. Because Lesnar has this complex, and it's like you can tell they kind of really don't like each other a little bit. <laughs> like, Bobby right? Hill, am I wrong? I think that was a direct shot. Yeah. So he, there's no way Lesnar's gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna let this guy go over on me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you could see it wasn't gonna happen. But that, I mean, I, the the thing I did like was the. You're right, the Paul Heyman storyline. So it, it did make that a little interesting. Yeah. Ultimately, I hated... Roman Reigns made the thing more interesting. Yeah. Which is something we thought we'd never hear ourselves say. Correct. And I, I give Roman Reigns credit. I, I still, I, He's doing a great job. I just, he is. His match with Rollins was actually really good. It was good. I just hated the ending. I yeah. just yeah. don't I think agree. you needed to do that. Like, it, again, I just... So many steps forward and a few were taken back last night. It just... Ah, it's so frustrating, man. I, I liked Seth Rollins coming out in the shield get up. I thought that, that was cool. Good. That was, it was, was like some, cool. it's legit mind games. And I think that works well. Yep. I you got to see Reigns get a little shook. And I thought that mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. I, I'm trying like you, Vito. I feel, I feel like you today because mm-hmm. I, I have that, that negative cloud hanging over my head and I'm just like ready to lay the hammer down. So I got to check myself here Yeah, because there's plenty of podcasts where all of us just shit on oh, WWE. Yeah. I agree. I'm not trying to do that. Like I, we got to critique it, but also recognize there's some things that they did that, that, were well, that they did well. I agree. The, the Rollins coming out as a shield was good. I thought for a second there that maybe you're thinking Moxley, maybe <laughs> yeah, I a thought little so Dean Ambr- Ambrose yeah. would come in the end, but you know, I knew it would be far fetched. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would have been pretty cool. Like he interferes. Like what a great way for Seth Rollins to win the belt, right? Like yeah. Mox comes in and knocks uh, Reigns, right? And but this is the stuff that got us disappointed because you start oh, just know. going. You know what like, I blame? Oh, go ahead. You want to know what I blame on this? Two what? things: one, WWE for being a, a turd, and two, uh, AEW. For having just surprise after surprise at every yeah. pay-per-view they have. Just like WWE has conditioned us, AEW has also conditioned us. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And so, like, we just get... Th- that's why I put it in our show notes. But are we to blame at this point for repeating the same cycle of disappointment? Because I think in some ways we are. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, three times, over 30 years, shame on me. Why am I still expecting something different? Yeah, I know. Well, you know what it is? We hold on to that past, right? Like you yeah, get that's the problem. It was a well, there was a point where it was WCW versus WWF, and mm. you had to choose a side. And I was always the WWF guy, and I know you were too. I had points where I liked WCW and whatnot, but like you, you almost feel an alliance mm. to them, and it's like, ah, uh, but you're, you know, Mike. I think we have a solution to the listeners out there that are fed up with this bullshit. And what is WWE? You want to know what that is? What? He's the savior, Vinny Berry, right? That's right. Our boy. We are going to have him back on the show next week. And he's bringing a fresh new look at other things going on in the wrestling world, mostly independent scenes. Yeah. You know? So 
we're going to talk about his new book, the, the pro wrestling vault volume one. And I think it'll give us some better insight and mm-hmm. maybe there, just yeah. maybe there we'll it, get something fresh for people to dive into. And, yeah. and expand the world of professional wrestling for people beyond even the big two right now, Bob, beyond WWE and AEW. Yeah. And, and I agree. And I, I myself need to expand a little bit more. I know you, you have taken the the step and got yeah. the, the TNA, uh, the impact app. That's right. Yep. Uh, I I'm, I'm going to have to go out there and I, cause you can go on and watch ring of honor for free on their website and yep. NWA. I'm going to have to go on, and check Dude, that I New Japan is, has New Japan weekly too. episodes now back on Axis TV, so that's a big deal. Yep. Shout out to Anya, who's now down in in Tampa. She's actually going to a New Japan event down there. Ooh. Yeah. So we we'll, might have to have her come on and uh, give us a field report. We're, we're going to have to have her come on as a special guest to give us the uh, the rundown of that. So you know she'll give us the true opinion. So. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just the. It just was just lackluster. And it's, you know what the problem is too? I just feel like they don't have a plan going into. Well, I was going to ask you that. Where, where does this go now when it comes to WrestleMania? Obviously there, there's a couple things that seem pretty locked in like Reigns and Lesnar, obviously. But my question is where does Rollins fit into all of this? Does he now get involved at some point And this becomes a triple threat. We know recently WWE has shied away from those one-on-one main events now there's, there's usually somebody well, good else news, in there. mike good news we got two nights of main events so we, it'll fit it'll fit in there somewhere in the 18 hours of watching wrestling during wrestlemania weekend so um you know it's a great question i i personally don't know how that's gonna work i yeah. i don't i would think putting rollins in that match would just you don't need to you know, I think he could have his own feud. Like, I, how, let's just build the feud up. Like, mm-hmm. this thing with, with Reigns and, and Lesnar was great. You know, the COVID thing was kind of a blessing because it's made them kind of build this feud. Yeah, and it created more anticipation. Yeah. And, and even though I, I think I, I think what's what's going to sour people on this is how they're doing it with the Rumble yeah. thing. I think that, that kind of really soured it in people's minds. So I agree with you where the COVID thing actually created more anticipation but then what happened with the rumble was that two steps back it was like oh okay so great so yeah. so like it kind of blocked off somebody else getting a little bit of a rocket strap or getting a boost just for lesnar for just to be used as like a narrative vehicle for lesnar to get into a title shot that he doesn't need i'll give you my my road to redemption okay, okay. this is my road to redemption thought mike if they want to make this whole thing right. Mm-hmm. My solution is triple threat match. Lashley, Reigns, Lesnar, undisputed championship. Merge both belts back together. Get rid of this double belt. That would, to me, I would be like, okay, I'll watch that. that mm-hmm. I'll be excited about that. But I you don't know? trust them to keep it that way. Yeah, it means no, nothing because yeah. just yeah. look back to 2014. Yeah. They already did that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they're gonna and have they separated it later that year. So I have no I have zero faith <laughs> that that would be nothing but a stunt just to get people interested in that match 
But then again, there's no forward thinking. So we're sort of setting ourselves up again because six months later, you and I will be in the same position on here complaining about the fact that, well, why yeah. did they unify them in the first place? Because now they're just going to separate them again. It's a, it's, a, it's a fair point. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. But you know what? They could also get WrestleMania legend Bad Bunny uh, in the main event again. As far as celebrities go, <laughs> yeah. his, his performance was legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> Look, I'll give him credit. He was better than I thought he was going to be. And he did fine in the rumble too. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to, not going to, you, knock you just have a personal animosity towards him. No, clouds your view. It's the same concept I have with, with Lesnar. I have no problem with celebrities being in the, in WrestleMania or, or even involved at all. Like mm-hmm. I love that. I just don't think they should overshadow some of the wrestlers that have been there. Like if I was a wrestler on the card in WWE right now, I just would be like, what's the point? Like, what is mm-hmm. the point? Like what, what is there to look forward to here? Like, okay, you're, you, you're, you're bringing NXT guys up that you're burying. Right. And now we're getting momentum and big E had some great momentum. Yeah. And then they just boom, shot him in the foot for really no reason. No, and, no. And th- that's where I, where I question a lot of this stuff. And mm-hmm. look, I know we talk about it all the time. It just, it, it happens over and over again. So this is just my True. opinion on it all. True. Um, but I would agree. I, you know, I thought as far as the rumble goes, you know, we talked about the, the first match, right? The yeah, title we should match. talk about the women's rumble. But before we do that though, let's, we're, well, we're on the point of, bad matches and i'm not gonna call this a bad match i just i wasn't into it was edge and beth phoenix versus the miz and maurice i just i I didn't even watch even happened yeah didn't even watch it dude i couldn't even tell i i know edge won but i don't that sucks because i really like beth phoenix too and I, i think it's really cool that she's back wrestling again me too but my god like just poor timing like why the why did that match need to be on that card? Like it was yeah. all there was already so crowded. Yeah. Well, you have two rumbles that alone yeah is challenging. So it's yeah, that was a lot. So I think uh I, I feel bad for all involved because if this was on like the elimination chamber pay per view, that probably would have been great. Yeah. And would have stood out as one of the highlights because I, I think with the caliber of Edge and Beth Phoenix and Miz too. I'll give him some credit, you know. But I think as as tough as I can be on Miz, I think he works hard in the ring. But I just think it was the wrong pay per view for it. Oh, agreed. A personal opinion. Hey, what do you think? Do you remember? Do you remember War Games in WCW where they had the three rings and then they I brought it to NXT? Oh, didn't was they? that World? Is it? Wasn't it like World oh, World War World War, World War yeah. Three? Yeah, that was it. They did. They had multiple ones. You know, what about if they did that with the women's and the men's rumble and they did them simultaneously um, where you have the two rings and in one ring you have the women's rumble and the other ring you have the men's rumble. I don't know if it worked because kind of the, the, That's the a best lot. part. Yeah. But it's just, it's also a lot to watch two 60 people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was just curious, but yeah, no, the, so we let's just recap here real quick before we get to the, the shining mm-hmm. point. We'll end on a positive note with this. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 
their stuff. So we got the championship match with um, Rollins and uh, Reigns. We talked mm-hmm. about that. Then we had the women's rumble. Then we had um, we talked about Dewdrop and uh, and Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch, which you know. I can't give you many notes on it. I it, it felt weird because you're right; the crowd wasn't into it. Um, but I didn't think it was a bad match. Um, yeah, it, Lesnar versus Lashley. Lesnar versus I Lashley mean, was good. It was just, I mean, the 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 thing about that, real quick on it was, you know, Lesnar threw Lashley around like a rag doll. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And oh my god. Did you notice how he was taking those Germans, by the way? Yeah. I was like, I was so worried. I don't know. So does I. Lashley have like a neck thing or something? Because he kept like leaning over towards his shoulder. And every time he did it, I was like cringing because I was waiting for him to like pop a shoulder out. Well, I mean, to his defense, how many people could give him a German suplex? <laughs> I mean, true. But well, I mean, I don't know. John Cena is a pretty big dude. And, and he took like 17 of those things. Yeah, on that's the true. Back of his that, head. I feel like Lashley's bigger than Cena, though. Lashley's got. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think he's definitely like wider for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's a fair point, Mike. That's a fair point. Um, uh, okay, so then we had those, and uh, and then the men's rumble. Like, yeah. really, the only one we haven't talked about yet is the women's rumble. So let's get right into it, Mike. I'll let yeah, you man. give give me your thoughts on it. I actually like you, Vito. This was kind of like the highlight. The women's. <laughs> the women's Royal rumble. And then the Becky Lynch match was at the, the two highlights for me of that show. It kind of went downhill after that. But, um, I, the one, one gripe I have is that Sasha has not won a Royal rumble yet. I mean, this, this woman is an absolute workhorse and they yeah. had her go in at number one and I was pumped. And I think I was, yeah. t- we were texting during it and I was like, yeah. all right, this is showing that they trust her because you need somebody that's, that that's a strong worker to sort of be able to pace throughout the match and, yep. and just hold, hold the stories together of the like people your that are Jericho's Sean right. Michaels, exactly. AJ Styles. You and, always and, have one guy like that. Yeah. And, Flair. and she, Sasha's already done that. She was do it. She did it in the first one. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, Bianca Belair did it last year too. And I mean, and she's no slouch in the ring, but man, what, as soon as Sha- Sasha got eliminated, I was like, damn, you know, I was really hoping this year might be her year. But uh, I, I actually I liked some. They had a couple of decent surprises, and one person that I have to say is from another organization that came in was Melina at number two. That's you know, true. She's, she's doing work in NWA and at Impact, so I think that's that was a great surprise pick. Um, you know, I th- I would love to see Melina and Sasha Banks go one on one. So it was really great to see them have some sort of interaction at the Rumble. I'm looking maybe they will. Here. Yeah, I mean, at, at some point, you never know. I mean, if they're open to having her come in a rumble, maybe there, there's something else down the line. It was good seeing Mickey James come out to her actual music, oh, to hardcore, her hardcore country. Yeah, hardcore that was country. really cool. That was actually. really cool. And they let her come out with the belt. Yeah. She, she was wearing the women's championship. I, mean, I thought I that like was you really kind of have to at that point. Well, it's you a real slap I mean? in the face if they don't. Yeah. That's the way I, I see it. Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to at that point. Um, it, Michelle McCool coming out was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I actually do like Michelle McCool. I, she, she was, was another one that shape. was like, 
wrestled she was a good wrestler but she was like in like just that weird period of time where they were like didn't know what they really wanted from the women's division correct um, yeah i agree and then seeing um kelly kelly come out was great and molly, uh mighty molly mighty molly i, <laughs> I do i know, do love molly holly i always have a soft spot for her and it was the, really good the superhero gimmick thing was yeah. pretty interesting too i'm i'm, I'm not a Nikki Ash fan, like I, I'm, I don't. I think she's a fine wrestler. I just don't like yeah. the gimmick. I mean, it's been done. Not huge fan. Um, Rhea Ripley, though, she kills it. Kills it. She's a beast. She kills man. it. How Charlotte she... did really well this year too. Yeah, I gotta say, I think personal feelings aside about like whatever Charlotte's doing backstage, when she walks out, man, there is a presence about that woman. You're like Queen. She's big yeah. time. And yeah, the, just the way she carries herself is very much like Rick. The, yeah. e- despite whatever character flaws might be going on, whatever the hell we don't know, when she walks out there, man, like that spotlight's on her, and you pay attention. Yep, hundred hundred and ten percent. I would love to see. Go ahead. A Britt Baker Charlotte Flair match. I knew you were going to say that. Imagine like a. Uh, as as AEW put it would put it a, a lights out match between those two <laughs> could be great could be great I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility truly I think with the way things are going for Charlotte and WWE I think at some point it's only a matter of time she's going to do yeah. exactly what her dad did at one point just bouncing around but if that's the case then give someone else a push like I get it know. well she did win the Rumble so it's fine yeah I know but. So, yeah, and Ronda Rousey. Listen, I'm fine with the Ronda Rousey win. I'm more fine with that win than I am with. Uh, the yeah, Lesnar I guess so. Win. I guess well, it's, it's only because it's the lesser of two evils. Well, listen, it's only because you know if you were, we could spend a whole show talking about you I know, know women's wrestling, and like we should. By the way, we can. We can. I have no problem with that. You you would be the centerpiece of that show. I I know a lot, but you you can break it all down. You know, brother. Um, no, the the thing is, like, Ronda Rousey, I feel like, elevated the women's division. And when she is involved, elevates it to another level. Like, yes, there are people like Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, some of these uh, wrestlers there that have taken their wrestling up a notch, mm-hmm. maybe even two. But then you add in Ronda Rousey. And you are literally like adding another elevation to it, in my opinion, yeah. because she just adds this element. I don't know what it is. Well, she adds she there's a legitimacy about her. And yes. and I think that's what draws in a lot of people and, and makes it seem it, it will dramatically increase the importance of whatever match she's involved with. Yeah. And for for me. Speaking about Ronda, somebody that I'd like to see her do some actual work with storyline wise. And, and I hope Baisley. she isn't just in. Yeah, you totally right. <laughs> I, really, I know. I didn't have to because I was thinking the same thing. That's been like that. That's been running through my mind since her first like debut with the company. I really think those two could work re- really well together. Shanna Baszler had she had been working on the independence for a while before she came into NXT and when she got into NXT, that woman really just like came into her own. She was an absolute monster in the women's division. 
You know, mm-hmm. she, she really took over from when Asuka had got called up to the main roster and she really held it down. And I, and I feel like she doesn't get enough credit, mm-hmm. but as soon as Shayna got up to the main roster, she just got like lost in the shuffle, which we've heard before. But surprise, I, surprise. I'm, I'm hoping that there can be some sort of significant story between the two of them. I doubt it'll probably happen, but it's sort of a wishful thinking kind of deal. I would agree there. Um, and I think you saw shades of it in the rumble too, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll see what happens, but you add her in the mix. And I just, the thing is, if you want it to be legitimate, Ronda Rousey has to be on TV more often than not. It can't yeah. be one of these part-timer things. I'm not saying she has to wrestle at every raw, but she's got to be on there. She's got to, Right. You gotta right. compete. I you're right. I just, the Lesnar thing has been working, and the reason I've liked this because he's been there every week. Sometimes and he hasn't felt like a part timer. Yeah, I don't give a shit if he comes back and wants to do what he's doing. I I think it's overkill for him, like we talked about. But absolutely, again, if you're gonna show up and put in the work like these other guys do all year round. And they have worked very hard when you're not there to carry Mm -hmm. the company and do things. And then you just come back and stomp on them. You're the problem, not the solution. Like, correct. That's, and and it, it, uh, we know, uh, obviously, when we talk about this to all our listeners, we're not even talking about the wrestlers themselves. We're talking about the behind the scenes, the people that are making these, these poor decisions. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it drives me crazy. So, uh, Uh, one last thing about the women's rumble. Yep, Lita looked awesome. Oh, great! She, she did, did look a little. She, she, I mean, uh, I mean, who doesn't lose a step? But oh, yeah, yeah. I think overall, she looked pretty good. I'm. I have this weird feeling that they might have more plans for her. If yep. not, I I remember reading something a couple of weeks ago about she was in talks with AEW to do a little something. So. If nothing else, you know, maybe she does like the Christian route. Like she's in the rumble. It looked good. It was nice. And then she goes off and does something else on her own. That would be really cool. I wouldn't mind seeing Lita and Britt Baker or Lita and Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill. I mean, yeah, that could she's a real veteran presence and I think could really do a good boost to that women's division, along with already some of the vets that they're signing. I just hope she's not past the the prime. Like I, I don't mm. want to see her go in there and be herself a shell of herself. And I know she's going to be a step behind. I understand all of that. I'm not <laughs> stupid, but right. here's the thing. I just, I just hope they use her correctly. Cause I could, you could just see she had a lot of rust in there and it wasn't yeah, like it, edge rust or she just seemed but, very slow. Well, you know what? I, I think, I think, She's going to do just fine, to be honest. I mean, Uh, we've seen these other guys come back that clearly shouldn't have been back. And we don't really complain about that. So let's. Well, I I think think we we do. I mean, we do. (laughs) I think we've complained plenty about that. But I think I I think Lita is going to do just fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. It's like anything coming back in the rumble, I think, is a low risk for her because it wasn't it wasn't like she was having a singles match. And I remember her match at Evolution that she was in, that tag match, she did great. Yeah, so that's I true. Think what was that? Being that was in like a match, kind of getting back ago? in the paces, she's going to do just fine. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm all for it. I love Lita, so I'm, I have no right? qualms about it's it. It's good for women's wrestling yeah. if we have her yeah. coming back. 
hell, I'd even take Ivory and right to right to censor get up. That was awesome. <laughs> I was like, I was actually like that was like the biggest shocker for me was her coming out like that. Yeah. Why why don't why don't some of these women come back as like managers for right? some of these younger women? Like they don't you don't see women wrestlers with too many managers besides what's his name? Yeah. R- Rig uh what the heck, what the heck is that guy's name? I want to call him Regal, but it's not Regal. Rigel? <laughs> what? You guy? mean Reginald? Reginald! Oh my god. Rigel, where did you get that name from? <laughs> hey, I'm good for one one fumble up every uh every episode. So that's... wait till the next episode, folks. Yeah. Um, so I'm here's here's the thing. Let's before we move on to the next part, I want to yeah. talk about this other thing. It goes rumble related. Mm-hmm. Um, that ultimate Royal Rumble thing that I I saw. I, oh yeah, I watched. I want to talk about it quickly because sure, I thought it was sure. interesting. Yeah, good. Um, but let's 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 end the Royal Rumble uh, review here with a, a grade. I'm giving it a solid D plus. Like that is how I felt, and I I, I could mm-hmm. border on a C minus. I just the reason I'm giving it a D plus. I just I hated it. <laughs> like I just I was <laughs> I did build it up a good amount, and you yeah. know what? Yeah. I don't think I, I was wrong in doing that. Like it no. should be an event that you can make watchable. It's not mm-hmm. hard. So that's how I look at it. I give it a, a D plus. That's my grade. Not that this even matters. I mean, it's all arbitrary, but I would say like a C minus. I mean, yeah. it's, it's right there on the cusp. And, yeah, and for I mean, me, it's only because field. the women's rumble, the Becky Lynch thing, the Becky Lynch match and, and the, the story with Reigns and Heyman. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I agree. I got to tell you though, before we move on, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm actually starting to really like Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. Yeah. You, well, it shows that a two man booth is actually oh. much more preferred now than how many guys they have on commentary across wrestling. Now there's like what, there's always three or four guys uh, on commentary and it's just like, there's too much. It's too much. Yeah, but you can tell they let Pat McAfee kind of do his own thing. Yeah. And if you listen to the Raw guys, it's that manufactured shit. Like, for the Mm -hmm. most part, Corey Graves is fine. But he's still got that, like, there's something about him that it doesn't hit home with me. He's kind of like your Jerry Lawler type, you know? Like, (laughs) that really kind of is. But um, Pat McAfee, I don't know. He just, you can tell he enjoys it when Mm -hmm. he comes out. Oh, Shining moment. I forgot to mention this. All right. Rick Boogs. Give him a lot of credit. I dude, when he came out and he bench pressed those guys and was, yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> that was dude. impressive. I think he's going to be coming out here looking like Rick rude. Well, yeah. And he, dude, he looks like Freddie Mercury. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. But I, I see something in that guy. I don't know what it is. I have a feeling he's going to do something and they're going to remember his Rick, bugs gig and be like what the hell were we doing you heard it here first folks yep yep you're gonna see it um okay anything else you want to add on the rumble no maybe we... no i think i think we've we've discussed <laughs> it to nauseum well we, we did, did for we did mention mention the um the coffee kingston miss spot apparently oh yeah yeah and and look it's gonna happen when you do stuff like that but apparently he had more spots with big e throughout the rumble that they were supposed to do that had to get axed because because yeah. Big E just again 
What, yeah, what he had like up? no no impact in that Not. rumble whatsoever. He took an RKO and then got t- dumped out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's only your former WWE champion, like your most recent champion. Yeah, I don't understand. You know what would be really cool, right? Is I like Big E as a uh, as a baby face. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I I've really gotten to like him, but you want to make a great WrestleMania main event for next year. Turn him heel against the new day and bring back like, uh, a Farouk and to be on Biggie's side is kind of like a small mini nation of domination Mm -hmm. and they're fighting against each other. That could be interesting. Dude, it would, you could build that up so good with everything going on in the world today and like make it really good because clearly these guys like each other and we've seen them all on the same page for so long. All of a sudden you get that. Sure. I just think it would be a cool way to kind of change it up a little bit. And, and honestly, if you're not going to give Big E the title, what are we doing? Like, it just is a waste of time. At least get him in there. So he has some good storylines. So, yep. No, just you know, just when we thought we were out, we get pulled back in. Yeah, that's the stuff that I want to see. Like you can do stuff like that, and they're capable of it. But just keep it going, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about this Ultimate Royal Rumble. Unless you have anything else? No, no, I got nothing okay. else. So this Ultimate Royal Rumble, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on the WWE Network, and um, I found it fascinating. Uh, there's three guys on there. Honestly, I don't know all their names, but I'm gonna say this right now. I welcome any of those three guys to come on the show. And go one on one with me and Mike. Okay. They come on this show, and basically, the Ultimate Royal Rumble is they took a bunch of names. They sat down, they had 30 minutes, they brainstormed names of all the Royal Rumble, mostly winners and, and people that go in there. They get 30 names. And then one of the guys, the ball guy, I can't think of his name, Sam Roberts. Is it Sam Roberts? Yeah, I think it's Okay, that's the guy I want him. I'm challenging him to a podcast off on this ultimate on this ultimate Royal Rumble. I'm sure he's that, shaking in his boots. Listen, you can't tell me this is what pissed me off about that. I I I love the fact that he came in and literally they gave a list of names and he just rattled off like right. how it he was going to go story. up. It, and it was awesome. I was enthralled by it. I literally was It was better to than it. what we saw <laughs> at the actual pay-per-view overall. 110%. But you can't tell me Hulk Hogan isn't on that Royal Rumble. He's a two-time Rumble winner. And like all he ever did was win Royal Rumbles. Like you can't tell me he's not on there. Look, you can debate about Hulk Hogan all you no, want. No, I get you. I get you. He hundred and ten should be included in it. And you I also can't tell me Jericho's not on there. Like you have all these. Well, I think shit that bums. was more of a because he's an AEW thing. I it think doesn't that's, matter. that's from the top. It that's doesn't matter. You put him on there. Jericho was like a the Michaels of the Royal Rumble. You can't not have him on there. No, I know. And they got Shane O'Mac in the Royal Rumble. How many Royal Rumbles has Shane O'Mac been in? Like you don't need him in that garbage. Like, no, I disagree. And you don't have, I I just, no, they did the same thing with the women's one when he did did that because they include Brie Bella, but they don't have fucking Natalia on there. Natalia is one of the best veterans that that roster has. That woman has incredible experience and has pretty consistently been like largely underutilized by the yeah. WWE for the better part of what 10 11 years now that she's been with the company 
I yep. mean, how do you not put her in that rumble? But yep. anyway, I mean, I guess this is the that that's the subjectivity of it is all these guys what um, they think is the the ultimate Royal Rumble. Yeah. Well, I challenge him. Come on here. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, how do you, one on one. Yeah. Uh, all right, you know what? I'm with one. you now, Vito. Yeah, I, let's go. I was, I, I was kind of hesitant and was just going to let you fight this battle on your own. No. But let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to tag in and the mega powers. What you're going to do, Sam Roberts? Oh, yeah. The yeah, Gorilla no. Crew runs wild on you. <laughs> listen, I, I love it. And listen, the guy, the way the guy, he was so passionate. He uh, yeah. Listen, I, you, you know why I'm going to call him? If there's a parallel, it would probably be me because he was just like, they were all given suggestions on who they wanted in there. He's like, no, 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 no. We are not doing this without this person on there. He Listen, he wanted Shane O'Mac in that, uh, in that Royal Rumble. Like for whatever he, reason, he wanted him in there, but if they wanted a celebrity, like you don't need to bring a past celebrity. Like they're in there for like two minutes. Who, who gives a shit? How about David Arquette? He should be the celebrity that's in yeah. the Royal Rumble, right? You can't like, kill him. Biggest heel celebrity you could ever imagine without even being a heel. Like, you yeah. just bring him in. Talk about a guy that got blamed for somebody else's oh. booking decision. Yeah, and I feel anyway. bad for him, but <laughs> that would be a great one. So right. so anyways, they go off on these tangents, and it's it's more entertaining than you would think. Like, if someone was going to explain a Royal Rumble to me, I would sit there and be like, okay, like, uh, whatever. But mm-hmm. the guy did a great job. I, yeah, I'll give him yeah. his due. I, I'll like, give they, him credit. He had a thorough story already cooked out. Good for him. Yeah, I would love. Maybe we should do an episode like that, just to compare notes on what we would choose versus what they would choose. We should just yeah, rattle them yeah. off. We we got thirty minutes, right? And I, I don't know that either of us could do the job that he did in explaining no, the role. I, I'm not that. Crazy. I would I would watch that so bad, yeah, <laughs> big time. But check it out on on the WWE Network. I think they had one the year before mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah it's called the ultimate show yeah and if you go in they just have all these different ultimate lists that they do so and they're very interesting what i liked about it is they're not by the book like you can tell they just are fans Mm -hmm. like they don't talk about these people like they're trying to build someone's credibility they right right they're this guy is like passionate about what he wants to talk about and i love it i do he's like vinnie berry he's like the vinnie berry of the ultimate show hell yeah um, so that was that, um, so a couple of little AEW notes. Should we go to, well, before we hit that, what, what are our thoughts on, on WrestleMania? I know we talked, a, we didn't really kind of finish that, that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Um, I want to build that up a little bit. Cause I, I'm sure we're going to do a, a show preview in WrestleMania when it comes up. I think, I, I think they probably will be heading towards Ronda and Becky. Yeah, which would be cool. But, I mean, I, I think I, I didn't get to watch Raw as we're recording this on I Tuesday. I didn't either. But I saw like a, a little clip of Ronda pulling a promo and mentioning Becky. So I think that's probably what's going to happen. And obviously Lesnar and Reigns. But other than that, I really don't have much enough of an idea yet of where they're going with what. Yeah. So I, I it's hard for me to even guess at this point because everything changes so rapidly that it's yeah. it's hard to to really see where anything else is really going. Let's see if they can build something up here. Like let's see if they can actually get a plan and build up a decent storyline for some of these matches because that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And again, we're going to have 2 days of it, so it's going to be a jumbled mess, you know. I mean, we I, we still got elimination chamber as well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I know some of the talks is like 
having Randy Orton win the belt and doing a Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle hmm. match. And I wouldn't mind it, but wouldn't like, nice I just feel like Riddle it'll be won rushed. The Rumble then. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, that's exactly it. You can't just expect that to happen and people to be invested mm-hmm. in it. Like I like RK bro. I, I actually think it's one of the shining things. And I think it's almost like you can get away with Randy Orton, not giving a shit because Matt Riddle kind of makes up either. for that, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, it works. Right. Mm-hmm. But seeing them against each other, I just don't know what Randy Orton will get. Um, like he doesn't and, really need to get anything at this point. Well, that's it. That's not really uh, what it is. It's about giving. And, and I but I wonder if he would be willing to is. do that with him. I, I'm I'm curious to see. I I did like on, on the Matt Riddle subject. Kevin Owens is the first person I think that I've seen that actually was smart enough to give the foot stomp on this guy because he doesn't wear boots to the ring, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious. Like how has nobody ever not done that? Like where they stomp on his feet because he's got no boots on. Yeah, like you're not going to wear. Like, I don't know. I just. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I'm curious to see where Kevin Owens goes too. Okay. I know we're running short on time and we've rambled, rambled on uh, a ton about WWE. Um, I know you wanted to, there were two other things that we wanted to touch on. They're kind of uh, a little bit, you know, I wanted, you wanted to mention the, the Walter name change. Let's, let's move that to the next one. Yeah. yeah we can cover I, that at another time. It's yeah, just, it's about just this, another, it's, it's another, stupid. Let's well, just it's, again, it's way. another Real dump simple. on WWE. Yeah, it is stupid. It is really dumb. There you go. Um, not, not much else needs to be said. It's just no. stupid. And then, okay, talking about AEW, let's let's get into a couple things here because I'm going to tell you that the last couple weeks, um, I, I not the strongest shows. Not the strongest shows. Uh, yeah. I would say the 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 beach, uh, the beach break, beach break was was pretty good, but the mm-hmm. the dynamite before that was probably the weakest one I've seen. Yeah, in in some time. Um, but one of the things is I think as AEW starts to climb, like they're going to realize that not everything they say is going to be gold. And you put something on here about the, the use of blood and a WWE criticizing them on it. Um, (laughs) give me your thoughts on that. Cause I'm in, I'm in your camp. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. I mean, they had Rey Mysterio lose an eye, so they don't need to be like getting (laughs) in everybody's face about like, how could you do that? That's so gory. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I I kind of, I put that on there just because it was just another example of their own little hypocrisy and they're in a hissy fit because their show really hasn't been that great. So it's just them throwing shade. Uh, That's the way I see it. But um, I think they've done a good job with it. JR says it best. You know, I I enjoy his podcast and he talks about blood a couple times in there where it's like you can't overdo it, but if you use it right and do it the right way. And I think they kind of have, I I mean, maybe a little bit over the top on some of them, but it it just adds that sense of realness to it where, you know, when WWE does it, they got to black it out. You can't even Mm -hmm. show it like, yeah, just, there's some things you can just do because it makes sense. Just handle it responsibly when there is blood. I mean, all the refs tend to get the gloves out and stuff. And I think in 2022, like those are the things you need to do. Like you can't just be willy nilly anymore. Like, Oh, let's not worry about any communicable diseases when there's blood involved. Like let's, let's make it look like people are trying to take some medical precautions when this stuff goes down. And every once in a while in, in a match in AEW, when there's a lot of blood, you'll see them sort of, 
not really stop the match, but they'll be a little quick aside and be wiping stuff down. And, you know, that's fine. I, it doesn't take me out of the match. I, I've sort of accepted that now in like the modern wrestling product, especially on televised shows. You, this is the stuff that's going to have to happen. And you, I just like accept it. It's sort yep. of, it, it, I don't let it take me out anymore. So, yeah. Hey. But, um, you yeah. know me, I'm 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 the hardcore guy of this group. I love I love me some hardcore death matches. I I love it, man. That's just my style. I've always liked it. New Jack for life. Yeah. And uh but I, I'm fine with it, dude. No, and no, I am too. So I, I just I don't need it every match. I don't need every no, match to be a hardcore I don't either. match. I, I don't really don't. But I like having the the one or two in there that that are are like that. It just brings some excitement. Like when and when the NXT the, the match between uh, Kevin O'Reilly and and Adam Cole, awesome matches, yeah. dude. I love them. Yeah. I just wish WWE. Look, you can still stay PG for the most part, but you gotta like you have three brands. You have three brands. They don't all need to be the same. You can take right. one and You're make right. it a little bit more gritty than the other, especially on Fox or yeah. like NXT. They were doing that with NXT to some degree. And I was fine with it. it. It it gives you someone who may not be as interested in the raw stuff can be interested in NXT or, or SmackDown. And you can kind of see the SmackDown brand having a little bit of grit, but I, I I'm, I, I agree with you on the, mm-hmm. the WWE thing. Um, let me ask you this question because sure. I want to talk AEW here for a couple minutes before we have to end the show. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Moxley coming back? I thought it was great to see him back. I think the crowd was legitimately interested in what he had to say that first promo he was back. And I think that was the reason they were so quiet. It was really interesting because typically during thing, during those kinds of promos, return promos, crowds get very into it and noisy and just making all the chants, like the good stuff, you know, like, oh, welcome back. You deserve it, all that stuff. And it was really interesting. Like it, they, they were like dead silent. They just wanted to hear what he had to say. And like that fan incident aside, I don't know if that guy got thrown out or what. To be honest, I really don't care yeah. at this point, but it, it was just something people got upset about or some sort of controversy online. But honestly, I, I think him coming back, I thought it was a great, great segment. I think it was really feel good. People were happy to see him back. He looked really great. He leaned out. He, You could tell in his face that he looked healthy. Um, and I know that part of this is going to lead into like this whole bully Ray take or whatever. We don't need to devote too much time to this when it really comes down to it, because I really just think it was a shitty take. And listen, you get on a podcast, you have a radio show, you go on long enough, you're going to have a couple of dud takes. And this was one of them. Oh, we have plenty of them all the time. So I'm not worried about it. And you know what? Shit for it. Rightfully so. And now let's move on. And and you know what? I I like Bully Ray. I think his opinions for the most part are usually pretty good. He's I'll tell you this. He's a good mind for the business right for the most part and um i'm i i disagreed with his take and yeah. i think a lot of people did and i think if you asked him that question again he would think about it and probably say you know what maybe yeah, i was wrong so. yeah I, I just so. think he would i think he would i i don't think he gets it to that degree and um i i think he's also a wwe homer in 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 that respect like i think he was a tna guy and 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 I don't think he is like this loyalist to WWE, but I think if you're going to, he's going to take the side of WWE over, over AEW. And I think yep. that's where we were at. And I think he just probably got a little too caught up in it, but yeah, I think most people would disagree with that. I don't think 
anybody owes an apology to fans for right. going to treatment to get yourself right. That's on Moxley, and I'm I'm happy he did that. There's a yep. lot of wrestlers that Absolutely. it could have gone the other way. I mean, it could have gone the other way. And um, yeah, we've seen that, that we've one. seen already what happens when they don't. Yeah, so. we know, and and uh, it's it's good to see that part of wrestling is is improving. Um, I know uh, the. We talked about Dynamite a couple weeks ago not mm-hmm. being the best, and it, it just there was something off about it. And you know what? That's fine. You're going to have up and down episodes, but I'll tell you, they came back extremely strong on the last week with the the Cody Rhodes um, and the Sammy, Sammy Guevara match. match. Was now, really well done. Let me ask you. You said Sammy doesn't really do it for you. Did that match, you know, improve the Sammy Guevara for it, you? I, I think or? It, I, I'm. I it was a great match. He yep. did awesome. His athleticism and his wrestling ability is not what I call into question. It's just like his character for me just does nothing. Yeah. But that was a really good match. He had one of the best RKOs I've ever seen. It, yeah. was, it was well done. It was a great, it was like a Jeff Hardy edge moment, like the spear. It was awesome. And, and let's see what happens now. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, and you know what? <laughs> Cody Rhodes is such an enigma to me. Like, I want to love the guy. I want to hate the guy. Overall, I respect the guy. You know what I mean? But I can understand why fans are booing him. He's kind of getting the the rock treatment. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's definitely getting the rock, rock, rock treatment on that one. So um, we'll see what happens. But we'll keep listen, revisiting this though. Yeah, let's let's table this because we're short on time here. Yeah, um, I think we covered the rumble. Mm-hmm. We're good to go. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? No, nothing else here. Nothing else here. I think we covered a lot of ground today. Okay, I I agree. Uh, I just want to let listeners know we have a fantastic episode coming up next week with Vinny Berry, yep. author of the Pro Wrestling Vault, uh, Volume One. Uh, he's the same guy that came on last season and talked about the um, Lance by Chance book he had. Uh, I think it's going to be a great listen. Make sure you tune in. Um, if you have any opinions on this show, let us know. We are uh, our Twitter and our TikTok are at from underscore gorilla. Our Facebook is at SFG podcast. And our Instagram is at sf gorilla pod make sure you tweet at us if you're listening and you like the show make sure you give us a rating on um the uh, podcast podcast. yeah apple podcast or any of the applications you're listening to especially shout out to ireland i know we're number 16 wrestling podcast in ireland um so thanks for listening today and we will see you on the next episode we now return your perception of reality to you Until next time.